You're listening to The LaunchCast, the podcast about leadership, business, life, and growth with me, your host, George Andriopoulos. It's like food for your ears. Fabrizio, you know what I keep getting in the emails lately? People keep asking about the podcast and how we produce it and about our beautiful studios. Think it's time we tell them? Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Hit me with some dreamy stuff for this one. Guys, it is time to announce that the LaunchCast, your favorite podcast on the planet, is now produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. What is Launchpad 516 Studios, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. It's our brand new production company. That's right. For those of you who are local here in New York, we have a gorgeous studio that we are offering for rental for both audio and video production. But the best part is we actually produce podcasts ourselves under the label of Launchpad 516 Studios. What does that mean? That means that it is time for you to start your new podcast. You have something to say, you wanna get on this platform, let's get you in your own podcast. We produce it from start to finish, from studio time, to editing, to post-production, to creative, to sponsorships, monetizing your podcast, the most important part of this whole thing. We handle all of it. It's an incredible program. Contact us, hit me up at Launchpad CEO on Instagram right now or on Facebook at Launchpad CEO, DM me. Let's talk about it. More details coming soon and link coming soon. Let's get your podcast out there into the ether because your message is so important and we can't wait to produce it for you. Later, guys. At this time, I'm going to ask that you fasten your seatbelts. Launch sequence. Launch sequence activated. Launch sequence activated. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the LaunchCast. Episode 304, Season 3, Bullying Prevention Month, A Tiny Soapbox Show. I'll tell you what that is in a second. Man, I've got all the feels today. It has been a crazy couple of weeks. The goosebumps are here. Can you see them? Can you see them? It's the launch dad himself, George Andriopoulos, right here bringing you your favorite podcast on the planet. Leadership, business, life, growth. Real quick today as the beat drops. Ooh, I was slow on that transition. That's all right. I'll give it another shot. We got, we got a whole season to get this thing right. What is happening, my friends? George Andriopoulos here for another episode of the LaunchCast. This is a cool episode today. I'm going to jump right into it. No BS for you guys today. This is a tiny soapbox show, right? So we said that we're going to be doing some different stuff this season, and I promise you that I'm going to keep that promise. We have so far done two roundtable episodes. We have done our usual deep dive leadership interview uh, with episode 303 with Estella Lugo, Repurpose Your Pain. Incredible interview with an incredible person. 
we're going to be doing some moderated debates on here. And I can't forget about those weeks where I get up on my soapbox and I talk to you guys about something from the heart, something that matters to me. What I did decide this season, though, is that I want to limit those in a couple of ways. One is that they're not going to be hour-long diatribes anymore unless, unless that soapbox is big enough to warrant it. We will talk about that when the time comes, though. But right now, we're going to do these in a format called Tiny Soapbox Shows. So every time you see a Tiny Soapbox Show, it's going to be a quick, easily digestible episode where I'm on my soapbox, I'm talking about some stuff that matters to me. We're going to hopefully learn some lessons about leadership. We're going to do the damn thing. We're going to get it over with, and we're going to move on to the next episode. So that's that's what's happening this week. This week is a tiny soapbox show about Bullying Prevention Month. So what is Bullying Prevention Month? Every October, it is shared with a, a bunch of amazing, amazing causes. Of course, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Everybody knows October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But I don't want to forget about Bullying Prevention Month. Bullying Prevention Month and bullying and, and the cause of anti-bullying is a cause that is super close to my heart. Um, and so I want to talk about some statistics here. And these statistics come from a trusted source, the Long Island Coalition Against Bullying. We have had the executive director, Joe Salamone, on for his own interview. That interview was called The Origin of the Anti-Bully early in season one. I believe we had him. Um, he was back season two premiere last year where we surprised a bunch of nonprofits with some money uh, and talked about their stories. Um, I have since developed a, a, an amazing relationship with LICAB or Long Island Coalition Against Bullying, and we're doing some amazing work together, which we'll probably talk about at a later date, but we have an, a really cool project that's happening uh, that my company, Launchpad 516, and I are involved in with LICAB, and it's going to do some really cool stuff. But here's a couple of statistics for you. This is Long Island, the area that I live, the area that I'm from, right? On Long Island. 68% of students say that they observe or experience bullying in middle school. 84% of students say they would feel more comfortable talking to a friend over a parent or teacher. 87% of students say that they have observed verbal bullying in their school. And 65% of students say that they have known someone that has been bullied online or they themselves have been bullied online. Those numbers are staggering. Those numbers are staggering. You can check out those numbers and a bunch of great information at licab.org, L-I-C-A-B.org, incredible organization. Bullying became important to me as a leader many years ago, uh, especially once I, I had children. Right, I've had I've had kids for 13 years now. I've been a dad for 13 years, and you know you sort of become hyper aware of the thing when you have kids of your own, and and you start shifting to that point where 
you know, your feelings don't matter as much and it's all about the kids and, and, and protecting them and, and making sure that they have a good life. And so I became very hyper aware of bullying once that they were in school. Now, my kids, my older two, Mia and Johnny, they've never really had too many issues in terms of bullying. There have been some some things here and there that have come across there, especially my daughter had something that had gone on uh, a couple of years back. And, you know, we, we handled it and, and um, addressed it in the most thoughtful way possible with her in order for her to understand you know, what was going on, what the reasoning behind it was, and how to sort of move past it. And she she did a great job of that. Um, now, who helped me with that was Lycab. I, I contacted Joe Salamone. He was a colleague at the time, just a guy that I knew from the area here. And I told him what had gone down. And he said, go to this link, fill out this information. It's, a, it's sort of an application. And we want to learn more about your daughter. And sure enough, within a couple of days, she received at our doorstep a smile package from LICAB. And that smile package was carefully curated based on her answers on that application, her interests, her likes, her dislikes. Um, and, and there were theater tickets and there was a bunch of JoJo Siwa stuff and there was just this uh, art stuff. It was such cool stuff that she received. And, you know, it was just a, a, a thing of support. Right. It was um, a package that that showed her that people are supporting her. People care about her. And this is a new day. Let's move on. Let's process. Let's move on. Uh, my nephew also has received a, a smile package and his was was incredible. There was letters from students uh, that didn't even know him uh, supporting him. And it was just such a cool thing to see and experience. Now, when we talk about those numbers, that I put out there before and you uh, in the audience that are listening to this, right? Uh, leaders, quote unquote leaders, people that are interested in leadership, people that are trying to learn leadership, people that are already leaders and are looking to lead. This tiny soapbox episode is about bringing forth a, a topic that for me is is super important that I have learned so much about. I didn't know a ton about this topic uh, a few years back besides being involved as a child and as an adult in bullying in, in different ways. And so, you know, the, the, the education that I've received on bullying and bullying prevention and, and the resources that I've learned about have been so important to me in terms of growing as a human being and learning how to not only handle bullying in, in my own children's lives, but how to proceed as an adult, right? How to not perpetuate bullying, how to learn more about this thing that if we all just make some kind of effort to combat it, could really, really change the world. Now, I mentioned before that my work with the Long Island Coalition Against Bullying, it's, it's been sort of underground. We're going to be announcing something uh, coming up this year. But the, the work that we're doing together is to help reach more people and educate more people on the topic of bullying and bullying prevention and bullying education. And I'm, I'm so excited at what we're going to put out there. Um, and for that, for my association with this organization they actually just recently this past saturday honored me at their annual gala which was an incredible incredible honor on october 16th um the annual 
Long Island Coalition Against Bullying was uh, gala was held the 2021 gala on Long Island here, and you know to say that I was humbled and honored is an understatement. But what I wanted to do in this episode, and I think it'll help shed some light on how we take experiences in our lives, things that have happened to us, and how we sort of, I guess, digest those experiences and 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 process them, and then how we turn and lead in those situations. I think this will give you a really good idea. What I'm going to do is I want to read my acceptance speech. Um, not all of it applicable to, to this podcast, a little bit of comedy in there, but I don't want to uh, break it up. Uh, too much. I want to give you the full, true acceptance speech so that you kind of understand where I'm coming from. So here we go. Thank you for this tremendous honor. I'm not usually at a loss for words, but I had a really hard time figuring out what I was going to say tonight for quite a few reasons. The first reason is that when I was asked by Joe to accept this honor, I knew that I would have to give a speech. And when I asked Joe how long my speech should be, he told me about three minutes or so. And those that know me and my public speaking know that probably means that I needed to shave about 30 minutes or so off of my first draft. Unfortunately for you, Joe, I don't do well with time limits. So since I have the microphone and the podium, I'm just going to repeat the immortal words of the pirate from the Tom Hanks movie, Captain Phillips. I'm the captain now. The second reason that I had a hard time and the most important is that I wasn't sure that I deserved an honor like this. Almost 42 years of life has seen me, like most of us, go through a roller coaster of highs and lows. Proud moments, not so proud moments. Fearless and fearful moments. Many of them involving bullying. It made me wonder how I would have felt about all of this throughout the various moments of my life. I wondered how I would have commented on the topic of bullying 30 years ago. And the answer is that I probably wouldn't have. I was fearful and quiet when it came to bullying. It scared me to death, mostly because of how it made me feel when I was bullied. I wondered how I would have commented on the topic of bullying 20 years ago. I probably would have said more. I knew the difference between a bully and a person that wasn't a bully but I was still processing how bullying had affected me as a child and how it was affecting the person that I was becoming. I knew who I wanted to be, but I didn't realize who I was actually becoming. I wondered how I would have commented on the topic of bullying 10 years ago. I was angry and filled with rage, most of which I kept on my shoulders right next to that huge chip. I didn't know at the time, but I was stuck in a cycle that had been created for me the first time that someone made fun of my big nose or my dandruff or my long last name when I was my kid's age. And that cycle, without the proper tools to process my experiences, perpetuated into anger and retribution against everyone in my life who I felt had wronged me. A sense of entitlement to the degree that I wasn't sure what the difference was between others wronging me and me wronging myself. And that cycle was spilling into every area of my universe at one of the most pivotal times of my life, the beginning of my journey as a father. How would I have commented 10 years ago? 
probably with some choice four-letter words that were very fitting of the bully that I had become. Now, you're probably wondering how I would comment on the topic of bullying today. I would say that I sought intervention when I finally looked in the mirror 10 years ago and I saw my worst nightmare, a bully. I acknowledged the cycle that I was in and I intentionally promised to end it once and for all. I focused on the energy from my support system, my wife, my children, even today with my baby girl, my newest daughter. At a very basic level, I changed the way that I approached every single interaction of my life. Instead of carrying an attitude when I greeted someone, I chose to once again carry the smile that I had been missing for so many years. Instead of a snarky comment at someone else's expense in order to get a laugh out of the room, I chose to compliment and acknowledge the wins of those that I shared the room with. Although I am still working on the snarky comments, but in my defense, I am a New Yorker and being snarky is my God-given right. Instead of doing something that would hurt people, I chose to do a kindness instead and be of service to people. Beyond choosing not to be a bully myself, I also chose to no longer be complicit to bullying. Choices that we make in life, no matter how small or large, have a great effect on perpetuating the cycle of bullying. Let me say that again. Choices that we make in life, no matter how small or large, have a great effect on perpetuating the cycle of bullying. Like practicing good digital citizenship as an adult, And as a parent, rather than using social media as a battleground for taking out our innermost rage, that choice sets an example for my children who are slowly becoming a part of the digital world. And because of my choices, they have a better chance of being digitally kind instead of cyber bullies. Make no mistake, if we perpetuate the cycle by not setting the example ourselves, we are most definitely complicit. I also chose to open my eyes to the tools and resources that we have at our disposal today when it comes to intervention. The Long Island Coalition Against Bullying is literally out there saving lives. Had they existed when I was younger, who knows what kind of head start I could have had on being a part of a solution rather than being a part of a problem. If I would have received a smile package from LICAB in elementary school like both my daughter and my nephew have received in the past, who knows how many tears and bad thoughts would have been saved. This organization is intervening at every level, be it in the schools, advocacy, personal development programs, including subsidized therapy, subsidized tutoring, and of course, their famous smile packages. They are so necessary in today's world, and we need to support their continued growth and success at any cost. So now that my eyes are open and I have chosen kindness, here's my comment on bullying. I chose to end the cycle of bullying in my own life. It's not perfect, but I am working on it really hard every single day of my life. I challenge everyone listening to this to do the same. End your own cycle and stop perpetuating the cycle in other people's lives. You might just do yourself so much good that you end up on a stage just like this, getting an award just like me, that you feel that you probably don't deserve just like I do. I want to thank the board of trustees at LICAB, especially the executive director and my friend Joe Salamone, who I have watched for the last few years become a tireless advocate for the bullied community. I promise right here and now to do everything in my power to assist this wonderful organization to the best of my abilities. I want to thank my friends and family, which includes my wife, 
my children, my parents, and a lot of great friends for not only being in attendance tonight, but for supporting me through that part of the ugly cycle. This support system has led to so much good, and I promise that we are just getting started. Thank you all. I'm going to let you guys process this. That's the end of the speech that I gave for my acceptance, but I want you guys to process this. I want you guys to remember it's a tiny soapbox show. That means there's a tiny little leadership lesson in here for you. Listen back to what I said. Check out this cause. It's incredible, but find your own cause. Lead your own people and lead with what matters to you. We'll see you next week, guys. Later. Launch sequence terminated. Into the black hole. Thanks for listening to the LaunchCast today. Please make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available. Follow me, George Andriopoulos, at Launchpad CEO on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And make sure to visit our website, guys, thelaunchcast.com. Looking forward to the next episode. See you soon, guys.